Season 1, Episode 76, Pete's Podcast, Bible Story Evangelism, The the Acts of the Apostles, Chapter 1, Verses 1 through 26. So the outline here, we got three different uh, things we're going to look at in verses 1 through 26. The promise of chapter 1 of Acts, the promise of the Holy Spirit that and that he would come and uh, in a few days uh, he will have come. This is day 40. That's about 10 days away until Pentecost. And that's when the Holy Spirit comes and the apostles, Peter in particular, they're all just amazing. Um, they're they're basically filling the shoes of Christ on the earth. They turn the world upside down. I'm not saying they're divine. They're still people. But they have the Holy Spirit, and so do we. And God can, I think, can expect great things from us. Okay, the ascension of Jesus Christ up into heaven, which will return in like manner, when he comes back at the end of the tribulation, which the apostles say, are you going to establish the kingdom now? So, uh, you know, the fact that we believe in imminence, the apostles 2,000 years ago believed in imminence, we believe in imminence. Uh, I changed it to the book of Acts from, I was going to go John, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and I just just read a little bit of Acts at the uh, end of John, it's the Acts is the book that follows the Gospel of John. John's the last of the four Gospels, and then you have the book of Acts. And I just it just seemed to fit so well. Christ is, is still a player here in chapter 1. And of course, through the Holy Spirit, he's a player through the entire book. And so, In fact, some Bible scholars want to change the, the unbiblical name, the extra-biblical name of the Acts of the Apostles to the Acts of Jesus Christ based on what Luke says that uh, in his prior treatise uh, all that Jesus both began to do and to teach and they want to say it's the book of Acts is what Jesus continues to both do and teach through the Spirit, through the Apostles, through believers that are indwelt by the Holy Spirit. All right, Uh, and then the last, uh, there's three outline points. Uh, the promise of the Holy Spirit, uh, which he's already talked about at the end of uh, in the upper room with the disciples, that he's going to send the Comforter. That's about ten days out, as I count uh, Pentecost and the forty days he spent with the disciples. Uh, that it says here, Matthias chosen to replace Judas. That was prophesied in in Psalms of David. Uh, Forty one says that he would be betrayed by a friend. Uh, with whom he shared bread, which is exactly what Judas did as far as the timing goes. And Psalm 108, that his office would be fulfilled by another. And um, I think that's the uh, the uh, psalm that, that uh, Peter is referring to. Uh, he, Jesus did say that, you know, that the Holy Spirit will, will bring them back to memory and uh, verses and things like that, things that Jesus had said. Uh, maybe this little speech here is is indication of that. Definitely, 
Peter's uh, first sermon at Pentecost is he's quoting Joel and just could not be any clearer than he is. And 3,000 Jews respond by putting their faith in Jesus Christ in a time when just 50 days after the crucifixion and uh, tremendous uh, fruit in his first uh, sermons and they're brilliant. So um, we can be brilliant maybe some more than others, but I have a brilliant friend. Let's call his. Let's call him Bob. He was my Bible college professor, and he truly is certifiably a genius. But, but also, I just love to listen to him speak. Anyway, um, so we're going to start with verse one here in the in the uh, Acts chapter one, verse one, and I, I'll still call it the Acts of the Apostles because that's what I was raised with. But of course, it's uh, a continuation of what Jesus does uh, and teach through his apostles, which he has left here. And that we are, he prayed for us as well, that those that would believe in his name and the apostolic uh, church that's been handed down uh, believer by believer. Uh, I came to Christ when a believer shared the good news with me. And I don't think I would have ever figured it out in a million years by myself. Maybe some of you are smart enough to do that. I, I would not be smart enough to do that. You know, to realize that my good works are never going to pay for sin. The wages of sin is death, not my good works. Uh, repent of my dead works and faith towards God. And, and I love uh, John 5, 24. It, it pretty much uh, explains what I did. Jesus says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that heareth my words, and believeth on him that sent me, hath everlasting life, and shall not come into condemnation, but is passed from death unto life. That's what happened to me 48 years ago. And I put my faith in the God of John 3.16, God the Father. And uh, and, and I'm, I, I would fully say that I'm trusting on Jesus Christ as my Savior. But anyway, that's what I did. And I think it fits with the... Uh, with uh, Hebrews 6.1. But uh, anyway, okay, so let's get started with uh, Acts chapter 1, uh, verse 1. The former treatise have I made. Okay, the I is uh, the beloved physician Luke, who is the writer of the Gospel of Luke, not an apostle, uh, probably one of the 120 uh, disciples, a witness to the resurrection, uh, like Matthias uh, uh, could have filled Judas's spot, I'm sure. Anyway, uh, Luke followed, uh, wrote the book of Acts. So he was, uh, he had his finger on the pulse of everything that was going on with the apostles who were eyewitnesses of his majesty, as well as Luke was an eyewitness, as well as, as, well as Matthias who took Judas's place as an apostle. And you say, well, he never did anything. How do you know he never did anything? The world could not hold all the books that should have been written. And uh, I think his name will be on the foundation of the new, uh, new Jerusalem and the new heaven. Read the last couple chapters of Revelation. And uh, the, the 12 sons of Israel are enshrined uh, on 12 thrones. And the 12 apostles uh, have a monument as well in heaven and their names carved into the foundation of the New Jerusalem. So uh, God was 100% behind uh, 
Israel. He's been 100% behind uh, the, I would say, predominantly uh, Gentile church. Uh, he'll be 100% behind the predominantly uh, uh, Jewish church during the tribulation, of which 144,000 Jewish evangelists, they've never been with a woman. They're young men, and they give their lives. They're, they're slaughtered to the last man by the Antichrist. And uh, the church believers, none of them at the beginning of the tribulation are, are believers, but they come to Christ, and they're just sold out. They just... They just uh, they protect these men. They try to help them. They feed them. And there's another group that don't that aren't believers. That the goats that turn them in and and don't help them. And but they're not going to heaven because and they're not living on into the millennium because they did those things. They, they're because they're believers in Jesus Christ. And they did not not and but they did those things. It's a description of them. But uh, I don't think any believer has ever been perfect. Peter wasn't. David wasn't. Uh, Moses wasn't. Anyway. All right. So um, so I've only got through you know, the first uh, six words here. The former treatise have I made, which would be the Gospel of Luke, O Theophilus, who he... He writes to, I don't know, it's maybe kind of like you write to a, you know, if you, uh, I shouldn't use this analogy, but I Love Lucy had a studio audience because it's easier to perform. I didn't know I could teach without an audience. I would usually pick out one or two kids that the lights were on and somebody was home and I would teach them and, you know, just hope the other kids were going to get something out of it. But, but um, anyway, uh, I'm, I'm seeing, I, hopefully I'm doing all right with... Uh, these, uh, after many years of teaching, uh, I'm getting by without an audience with these podcasts. Anyway, the former treatise have I, Luke, made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and to teach. So the Gospel of Luke, the Gospels were a beginning. They were a story of what Christ did and taught. And Acts is a continuation of that story through believers. Let's call them that. Um, Twelve apostles and, and a lot of 150 disciples to start with, and then just a lot of other ones that are coming to faith in Christ. Okay, uh, verse 2. Until the day which he was taken up, Jesus was taken up, after that he, through the Holy Ghost, had given commandments unto the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom also he showed himself alive, after his passion, by many infallible proofs. Okay, uh, I would say he was taken up when he led captivity captive. And after that, uh, through the Holy Ghost and his commandments unto his apostles, whom he had chosen, to whom he showed himself uh, over 40 days alive after his passion, after his crucifixion, which is known as the Passion of Christ, those that that night, that twelve hours, whatever uh, it was, a little more than more than less than twenty four hours, more than twelve. But anyway, many infallible proofs. So this is a record of uh, believers that are not following cunningly devised fables, but were eyewitnesses of his majesty. And Luke was an eyewitness, not an apostle, but a disciple. <coughs> Excuse me. 
being seen of them 40 days and speaking of things pertaining to the kingdom of God. So, and they ask him, when's the kingdom coming? He goes, it's not for you to know. That's the very next thing they, they, uh, that's written here in verse 4. And being assembled together with them, Jesus being assembled together with the uh, apostles, uh, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith, Ye have heard of me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall baptize with the Holy Ghost not many days hence, about ten days from now. Uh, Pentecost will come, and these believers will be filled with the Holy Ghost, and it comes in with fire and um, wind. It's kind of like the Shekinah glory going into the temple. And now we're the temple of the Holy Spirit. I didn't feel any... I thought, when I trusted Christ, I said, hey, I looked up from a prayer that he prayed, probably something like, God, the best way I know how I'm trusting Christ is my Savior. I don't remember the prayer. I do remember looking up after the prayer was over and telling Jack Weaver, uh, I didn't feel anything. Nothing happened. He said, it's not a feeling. Some days you feel good. Some days you feel bad. But if you trusted Christ... You're going to heaven when you die. I said, okay. And I, I just, I didn't know what to think. I walked out and that girl had been, was so, tears of joy. I guess the first girl that ever cried for me. I, I don't know. Um, but she would just, I was a complete stranger. I didn't know this girl. She didn't know me. But she was just happy that someone had trusted the Lord at this meeting. And um, maybe many did. It was a, a time of great awakening at the end of the, uh, 60th and beginning of, of the of the 70s, 1970s, 1972 for me. But anyway, um, and she said, if I never see you again, I'll see you in heaven. And I said, you're right. And right then, I, I just knew. I went home knowing. I woke up my dad, who was dying of cancer. Um, and uh, I'd already been told by a, a, a neighbor, a, a doctor that said, you know, your mother asked me to talk to you. And your dad probably has just months to live. Well, he lived uh, 14 months after that. But um, anyway, um, okay, so we were talking about Shekinah glory and the filling of the Baptist Holy Spirit. I didn't feel anything when I was, when I was born again. But maybe you will. I don't know. And, and they, therefore, it, it doesn't talk about the disciples feel anything. It was just pretty big deal, but, you know, they needed a big deal because this was new, and God has always done transitional things. Moses and Joshua did miracles, uh, Elijah and Elisha did miracles, and Jesus and the Apostle did miracles. When he starts a new economy, if you will, it's always been the economy of faith, but Abraham believed God and it was counted unto him for righteousness. But anyway, a new dispensation, whatever the right word is, I don't know. I, I don't know these words are biblical as far as I know. But a new time uh, miracles were, were uh, allowed by God, I guess. Anyway, uh, to back up what they were saying, we started something new, and the, and the new covenant was something new. All right, so uh, verse 6, the ascension of Jesus. And when they therefore were come together, they asked of Jesus, saying, this is after his, you know, the 40 days when he was teaching as the resurrected Savior, Wilt thou, his apostles asked, Wilt thou at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? Is the kingdom of David going to start now? Well, that was 2,000 years ago and it still hadn't started, but it's going to start. 
after the seven-year tribulation, after the 70th week of Daniel, after the rapture, followed by a seven-year tribulation, followed by the return of Christ, followed by the judgment of the nations, the sheep and the goats, if you will, and the, and the, the sheep, the believers, are going to live on into the millennium, and the goats are going to be cast in the lake of fire for a thousand years and then uh, be judged at the great white throne at the end of the millennium. And then there'll be a new heaven and a new earth and, and eternity with God for, for believers. And eternity separated from God for unbelievers. So it's your call which way you go. Okay, um, so they asked, uh, Wilt thou at this time restore the kingdom? And here's Jesus' answer. And it's a great one, of course. He, he, all of his answers are truly amazing. And nobody can ever get, get the best of Jesus. It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. But ye shall receive power. After that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And you shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and in the uttermost parts of the earth. So the fact that I'm being heard in 13 countries through this podcast, you know, it's pretty exciting to me. But they were thinking it's going to be, today. you know, it could be today. Could have been back then. Could be 100 years from now. I don't know when it's going to be. I truly believe we don't know. And, and I don't want to ask God, when's it going to be? Because I don't want to hear. It's not for you to know the times and seasons which the Father hath put in his own power. Acts chapter 1 verse 7. Okay, but just get to work. How about, uh, what's the work? Witness un, unto me. Witness about me both in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. And when Jesus had spoken these word, things... While they beheld him, while the apostles beheld him, he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel. I don't know if these are the same two angels that were at the head of the body and the, and the foot of the body at the, at the, in the grave or, or the grave clothes, I should say, because the body wasn't there. But, uh, I don't know, their names weren't given. There's only like three angels that were ever named, aren't there? Michael, the archangel, Gabriel, and Lucifer, I think, were the only three named angels. But anyway, um, and we'll, we outrank the angels in heaven. That's, that's in Revelation. I, it's somewhere. I'm not exactly sure where it was. But you can look it up. Which, uh, which also said, <clears throat> okay, these two men in white apparel as they were looking up, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, you know, since Jesus has disappeared in the cloud, uh, now you can look at these two men in white apparel. You men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which was taken up from you into heaven, shall come in like manner as you have seen him go into heaven. So again, I don't pray for the kingdom to come. If I lived in a tribulation, I would definitely pray. But I'm, I'm praying for opportunities to share my faith. And I, Barb and I prayed that for years in the car, you know, at the beginning of every school day. Give us doors of utterances, opportunities to share our faith. And now I have this opportunity, which I'm pretty excited about. But anyway, um, it seems like I have some regular audiences. And uh, Microsoft advertised yesterday. 
I watch it on my TV at night. Uh, you know, I got to listen to it at least once to see if, if I need to correct any t horrible mistakes. And a lot of them go uncorrected. Occasionally, I have to say oh, I messed up here or there. But um, Acts chapter one verse twelve. This is uh, the last outline note. Here is Matthias. Matthias, it's M-A-T-T, Matthias, H-I-A-S, Matthias, chosen to replace Judas, as prophesied in uh, the Psalm of David 109, 8 through 15, that someone else would take his office. All right, the one who betrayed him, as in Psalm 41, verse 9. Okay, um... All right, then verse, uh, chapter 1, verse 12. Then returned they, the apostles, and the, all 11 are here. They're listed in verse 13. Verse 12. Then returned they unto Jerusalem from the mount called Olives, I, I would, Olivet, which I would assume is the Mount of Olives, which is from Jerusalem a Sabbath day's journey. I should have looked up a Sabbath day's journey. I, I didn't. Um, it's a short journey. You're not supposed to be taken off and, you know, walking miles and miles and miles. So um, I would say probably the Garden of Gethsemane across the Kedron Valley, which is, you know, I think a, a good baseball player could throw a, t a baseball from the temple to the Garden of Gethsemane. And uh, uh, this is another very local uh, garden to Jerusalem. And if you visited there, you've probably been to the Garden Mount, Mount of Olives and would know your, personally the distance. But anyway, verse 13. And when they were come in, okay, so they went a Sabbath day journey to the mount called the Mount of Olives. And when they were come in, they went up into an upper room. It doesn't say the upper room, but... Where they abode, it could be the second floor of another building. could be the same one, I don't know. And James, uh, it sounds like they went to the Mount of, Mount of Olives, which I kind of pictured as a garden, but maybe there's a, this building is there, I don't know. And when they had come in, I guess they'd come in from the garden, uh, they went up into an upper room and abode both Peter. Now there's 11 disciples here, and I want to help you play this little game here. I'm going to read them and I'm going to pause after each name and you can count 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. Some of them have two names so you got to pay attention. Peter, James, John, Andrew, Philip, there's five, Thomas, Bartholomew, Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, Simon Zealots, which is not Simon Peter, because Peter was the first one mentioned, another Simon named Zealots, so he has two names. And the last one is Judas, the brother of James. That's 11, not Judas Iscariot. Okay, so the 11 are there, and Peter's going to exercise his leadership upon this rock I build my church, and he's probably the oldest disciple. And they could have all been under the age of 21 because it sounds like Jesus only paid the temple tax for Peter and himself being over 21. Jesus would have been uh, in his early 30s. 
So, uh, anyway, um, Peter, in those days, Peter stood up in the midst of the disciples and said, parenthetically, uh, the number of the names together were about 120. So you got the 11 apostles and you've got 120 disciples. And I think any one of these could have filled the slot for the Judas left vacant as prophesied in Psalm 109, verses 8 through 15. But, um, okay, here we go. Verse uh, 16. Men and brethren, this is Peter's first speech, I guess, to the apostles post-Jesus Christ. His last one was, I'm going fishing, at least in John it was. Uh, And brethren, men and brethren, a crowd of 131, approximately, I would guess. Okay, and uh, men and brethren, this scripture must needs be fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost, by the mouth of David, in a Davidic psalm, a psalm of David, uh, I think I I found two, 109 uh, verses 8 through 15, and Psalm 41, a psalm of David 41, 9 through 15, that talked about uh, someone taking uh, Judas's place. Um, Men and brethren, this scripture must, verse 16, Men and brethren, this scripture must needs be fulfilled, which the Holy Ghost by the mouth of David spake before concerning Judas, which was guide to them that took Jesus. For he was numbered with us, and had obtained a part of this ministry. Uh, I just can't, I have to say, I can't let this opportunity, he was chosen, but he never believed. So I have friends, or whatever they are, acquaintances, I guess, that, that, you know, say that Jesus, you know, you got to be chosen to be saved. And I, it pleased God to save them that believe. That's You're chosen if you believe. If you don't, don't believe, you're not chosen. Ju- Judas was chosen to be an apostle, but uh, that's not possible if you're not a believer, I don't think. Anyway, uh, David spake concerning Judas, which should be guide to them that took Jesus. For he was numbered with us and obtained part of this ministry. Verse 18, now this man purchased a field with the reward of iniquity. Thirty pieces of silver, as I recall, it was thrown at the feet of the uh, high priests and they went and bought a potter's field to bury poor people. And falling headlong, he burst asunder in the midst and all of his bowels gushed out. Um, I'm pretty sure it's recorded that he hung himself. And maybe people just left him there for a while until he uh, burst. Sorry, but anyway, unless this is a metaphor for something. Sounds like he uh, burst asunder in the midst of the garden, or the the plot of land he purchased, or was purchased for him with his money. And all his bowels gushed out. Sorry, sorry. Just reading the Bible here. Trying not to add anything to it. And it was known unto all the dwellers at Jerusalem, in so much that the field is called in their proper tongue a seldoma, which is to say, field of blood. For it is written in the book of Psalms, Let his habitation be desolate, and let no man dwell therein, and his bishopric or his office let another take. So, Psalm. 41, 
verse 9, it talks about someone taking his office. All right, um, Acts one twenty one. Wherefore of these men which have accompanied with us all the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us. So these guys have always been with them, it sounds like, except possibly when Christ, you know, maybe on a boat when there wasn't room for him. But, uh, but they were part of the, the crowd that followed Jesus. And, well, here's their qualifications. Where are these men which accompanied with us all with the time that the Lord Jesus with us all, maybe he's talking about all 11 of us, the time that the Lord Jesus went in and out among us. So they were, they were eyewitnesses of his majesty, let's put it that way, uh, which you need to be to be an apostle. Um, we can be disciples, we can't be apostles. Beginning, verse 22, beginning from the baptism of John, so they were there when, when John said, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. They were there when God said, This is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. Unto the same day that he was taken up from us. Hey, you remember when he, just a couple, you know, when Jesus was taken up? I think this was in the 10 days of, of the Holy Spirit coming on them. Uh, but he's trying to take care of the missing uh, office of apostle. Peter is. Uh, with really the the uh, instructions from King David. Unto, okay, beginning with the baptism of John, unto the same day that he was taken up from us, must one be ordained to be witnesses with us of his resurrection. So they, they saw the resurrected Savior. They... Uh, they filled any one of these 150 could could would fill the requirements of apostleship, but there I think there are only 12 apostles. There's not 13, so uh, it, it's an honor that is reserved for 12, and they will have their names written in the foundation or carved in the foundation of the New Jerusalem on this really really large planet because New Jerusalem is uh, 115 miles high, so it's got to be on a really big planet. I'll let you look that up. And they, verse 23, and they appointed two, Joseph called Barsabas, who was surnamed Justice, because nobody could pronounce Barsabas. Anyway, Justice and Matthias, with two T's, M-A-T-T-H-I-A-S, Matthias. And they prayed and said, Lord, O thou Lord, which knowest the hearts of all men, you know who would be the best one to take the office of of uh, apostle. Show whether of these two men thou hast chosen. Uh, the Jewish people had a system of determining the Urim and Thurim. Uh, the priests did, and and I don't know if they're still using that. Uh, not well, they don't today. They don't have anything from the. The, but anyway, um, it says casting lots here, which, I, to be honest, I I would just look up in a commentary, and I, I guess I was too lazy to do it. It could have been, you know, uh, you know, uh, a white stone would be yes, and a black stone would be uh, would be no. It's called blackballing and I mean that's one way to vote 
And you, it would be kind of a private vote. You would have two stones, a black one and a white one. You drop it in there. Uh, you know, that's what the pirates did. I'm sorry, I digress. But um, I'm not sure what the casting of lots is. So if you want to, you know, do a study on that, go ahead. But it was a way of determining God's will. We'll put it that way. Um, I, I heard one time that a, a judge con- convicted a whole jury of. Uh, contempt of court by flipping a coin. They said we couldn't decide, so we just flipped a coin. That that judge was not happy. Um, so I'm not exactly sure what this method was. And I think if you look up in the commentary, it'll probably just be somebody's opinion, or they'll give you multiple choices here. But at any rate, they, they uh, were going to let God's will decide. And, you know, couldn't we say that elections are decided by the will of God? I, I would hope so. Uh, you know, people aren't in authority without his, he put them there. So I, I pray for all in authority and that uh, on, you know, either side of the aisle um, that, that they will come to Christ, which is good and acceptable in the sight of the Lord, that we might live a peaceful and quiet life in all godliness and honesty, which is good and well-pleasing in the sight of God who will have all men to be saved. So the, I pray for our leadership. They'll trust Christ and do the right thing. <clears throat> So, uh, but is, okay, sorry. Um, Okay, and they prayed and said, Thou, Lord, verse 24, which knowest the hearts of all men, show whether of these two men thou hast chosen. So, uh, again, the Jewish had a tradition of this kind of a, way of determining God's will which uh, is kind of kind of I've never heard any really solid teachings on it but uh, that he may take part that that this that the person you choose may take part of this ministry and apostleship with Judas by transgression fell that he might go to his own place I, I, he never believed so you can join Judas uh, Judas if you don't believe as well where all the unbelievers go and they gave forth their lots, so it sounds like each one has a lot. Okay, so that's a little clue. What, what is this a ballot? What the heck is this? I, I'm sorry, I don't know. Uh, something for me to look for. Uh, now that I've embarrassed myself by not knowing it, but again, I would probably just get somebody's opinion. I, I like my stuff to come from the Bible, but anyway. And they gave their lots, and the lot fell upon. Matthias, and he was numbered with the 11 apostles, making 12. And again, you're pretty bold if you say, well, I never heard anything, so I don't think he did anything. Um, the, the only person you need to worry about, the only person I need to worry about doing anything is myself. And I'm sure he did something great because his name is carved, will be carved in the New Jerusalem. But that's uh, at least a thousand and seven years away. Okay. So, that, incl- that is the first chapter of the book of Acts. Um, there are 28 chapters. And um, so, this, this is kind of new, new to me. And I thought, to be uh, completely honest, that, that the book of Acts would be a little easier for me to get back in the rhythm of, of producing one of these on a regular basis. I used to teach, uh, you know, I taught four different classes in four different subjects, you know, five times... Five times a week, I taught. I was in the 
the, the science department teaching physics. I was in the math department preaching, uh, teaching calculus. I was in the history department teaching world history. And I was in the Bible department teaching uh, uh, one or two classes of Bible. Not every year, but, but at the end of my career, I, I, I just, they let me just teach the Bible. Pretty much after Barb died, the last six years, I, I taught the Bible and, and got a, a lot out of it. But uh, every, you know, all, in all my classes. Anyway, um, so I will say adios to God. And I will say vaya con Dios, go with God. Happy Easter this coming Sunday.